Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Game of Wines, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm Gabby. And I'm Chris. And today we will be discussing Tyrion chapter 6 in A Game of Thrones, so make sure you have read before listening. And before we go any further, we have a very special guest with us today. Rico, say hello to the people. How y'all doing? Oh, God. I'm going to chime in. I was going to say, he might chime in, he might not. So if you hear a random voice, that's who it is. Yeah. All right. There we go. You're... Go ahead, Chris. Uh, so, I got news for today is that there is the first ever Game of Thrones con that's fan-made coming to Vegas uh, February 18th to the 20th of 2022. It's an official fan convention, um, and so it's been over two years since Game of Thrones' final episode, so they're trying to get people together for it, but the biggest thing that people think is that it's... Trying to push for House of Dragon. To, mm, that makes yeah. sense. Which because isn't sense it supposed to? When does House of the Dragon come out? I know it's twenty twenty two. I know it's twenty twenty two. Have they given us like a month? I don't know if they've given uh, us a month yet. I think Maybe. they've just given us the year. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Did they drop a new trailer? They, no, there yeah. isn't even a trailer. No, it's not. No, I thought it was fan made or something. Okay, no, well. Some- Things, this mm. says House of the Dragon first episode date is January 1st, 2022. What? Happy I freaking don't... New Year's to us, man. I don't soon. know. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> man, I don't know, though. Is it going to be a full season? I will an make, episode is it's the just going to be an episode, but it's I'm going to make a whole day of it. It's not enough. I'm not doing It'll shit. Be a very long one, though. Yeah. Like 45 minutes or so. I don't know if that's true or not, though. An hour and a half. I want more. Right, hour and a half. Right, make all the episodes like two hours. That would please me. I'm good with that. Yep. Yeah. So that's the news. We actually do have a Martin message today. Oh. It's a short one. Nice. Um, so August 24th, uh, Random House officially made the mass market paperback of Fire and Blood available to the public. Uh, so you can get your copy at your favorite bookseller or pick up a signed copy at Beastly Books. Copy? Copy. <laughs> I was hoping no one caught that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That's it. Nice. Right. That's the next. Um, I book. do have yes. I do have some answers from somebody. It's from Aunt Katie. Okay. Yes, she did text me them today. So. All right. Shout out Aunt Katie. So yes. we have some answers from Aunt Katie from our um, questions last week. Um, the first one was, "What position would you be, steward, builder, or ranger?" Um, she said, "I would be a steward. Definitely have some experience in that. Besides fighting on the wall, I would like to leave the wall to get things." Because so, we did talk about how yeah. they went and got, like, supplies and yeah. stuff from the south. And, that, I mean, that would be cool. Especially mm-hmm. because they're... And that's a steward position, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, like, it looks like a little mild ranger a little bit. Exactly. Kind of a a ranger, mild. but for supplies instead yeah, of white safety. walkers. Yeah, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> you know, you can get a fight. You just get yourself. Um, so, the second question was, what do you think John's motivation is for being a ranger? Um, and Aunt Katie said, I agree with Olivia. He is rather proud of his skills, and I also think he wants to look for Uncle Benjamin. I agree with that. Yep. I think that's his biggest motivation for leaving, because he's really worried about it right now. Um, and then the third question was, do you think Sam could make it as a steward? Um, and she said, he would definitely be a better steward than anything else, and there is a job on the wall for everyone. If he was a ranger, maybe he could pour the hot tar on people. (laughs) God. (laughs) Or provide ammunition or figure out maps where they... So that they wouldn't get lost, which is true. Mm-hmm. That That's is a kind of good like observation. him. Yes. All right. Um, 
that's it for the answers. Um, the review for last episode, um, John received exciting news about being moved up and sworn in, um, leaving some of the other recruits, including Sam, behind. Um, and as a result of this, he begs Maester Eamon to make Sam his steward. Um, and this leaves Eamon with a lot to think about. Uh, the summary for today's episode is... Um Today, Tyrion and Bronn are heading down the high road away from the Eyrie, um, and Tyrion starts a fire. We learn some more about Tyrion's past, and some unexpected, uh, some expected, but uninvited guests arrive. Mm. Um, the wine we're drinking tonight is um, my favorite. We've had it before. It's new age. It's just great. Had to get it again. Cool. Cool. All right, and I'm going to read the third part of the wine rule number 16, which is most wine is natural, most wine is also not natural. So we're talking about the vegan discussion today. Um, so many animals, I'm sorry, many animal products are used in producing wine, um, but vegan conscious winemakers try to avoid these. But even then, insects and other small animals can wind up in grape bins and get crushed into the grape mush. So the discussion is, is it actually vegan, even though they don't use the animal products in the wine? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like with any vegetable. So what would those be? Like, what animal products go into making wine? I, I don't know. I didn't know that. I, I don't thought it was know. just like well, grapes. I know I inse insects and small animals. I yeah, and that's that. what they said. But they said even if they up. avoid the animal products, there's still insects and stuff that can get crushed up into the grape mush. Maybe there's so they insects are non-vegan. Well, are yeah, because you're eating a live thing. It was live. I, so I, I have a okay. question. Did not, yeah, I yeah. mean, but it's not an animal. It's there's no. Right. I mean, for the vegan thing, it's factory farming. It's chickens, stuff like that. Right. So for the insects one, I don't think there's an insect farm anywhere. Right. I think I guess it would be upsetting. But I think people. like vegan wise, it yeah, would still it was, not still be no, vegan. Still yeah. Well, um, new fact. Didn't know that. I don't want to drink insects. Yeah, me neither. I didn't really think about that, but it makes sense. Well, unfortunately, you sleep. Unfortunately for us, we are drinking wine. Yes. There's a high <laughs> chance we are not drinking bugs. <laughs> you swallow spiders when you sleep. <clears throat> I don't like That's thinking a, about that. That was proven false. That was proven false, by the way. There's it's no spiders false. being swallowed. Ha. Disgusting. In your ear. No. Earwigs. I'll... Malls. I'll... Ants. <laughs> Ants. Anywho... Do we have to bugs. talk about that? I don't know, bro. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm going to start the chapter. Yes, please. Now that I'm thoroughly grossed out. Yeah. <laughs> so, just as a reminder, the last we heard of Tyrion, he had won his trial by combat, thanks to Bronn, and then they were sent to travel the high road alone. I'm, and I'm sorry if you guys hear fireworks outside. It is currently Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day, friends. Yes, happy Labor Day. But yeah, Don't ruin your neighbors, please. <laughs> Don't upset them. Be conscientious. Don't scare please. their dogs. Please. Um, so, Bronn and Tyrion have taken shelter for the night under some aspens just off the high road. Tyrion is gathering dead wood while the horses drink from the mountain stream. He picks up a piece of branch and asks Bronn if this would do for a fire, as he has never really made a fire before. Bronn kind of scoffs at him and says, you want to build a fire? And he explains that a fire would bring attention to them and the mountain clansmen would attack them. And Bronn says he intends to survive this journey, so he doesn't really want a fire. 
Uh, Tyrion asks Bronn how he intends to do this. Bronn says that they have no chance in fighting their way back, but two men can cover more ground than ten and can attract less attention. And he wants to spend as little time in the mountains as possible and plans on traveling by night and taking shelter by day, avoiding the road when they can and making no noise and lighting no fires. So that's his plan. I mean, it's smart. Yeah. Ron is real trained. We're just going to say that now. I wouldn't even say trained. I think he's I mean, just, like, he well versed. Mm-hmm. How about he already knows what's going on. All right. Yeah, if we were to dude. talk about it in today's terms, he's street smart. That's true. That's what I mean. He will vert. He know. He knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Tyrion's not a fan of this plan. He points out that riding hard and fast at night on the mountains will cause them to tumble down them. Mm. Tyrion would rather take it slow and easy. He then goes back to the top of, of the fire, and he wants to build one because it is cold and hot food will, quote-unquote, warm our bellies and lift our spirits. If he's going to die, he wants to die comfortably. I get it, but, I mean... <laughs> I feel it, but you, you got somebody else with you, man. Exactly. Also, the whole trip up there, he was not going at his own pace. Yeah, he was, True. He was being he was getting rushed. Yeah, he was getting rushed the whole time, and he gets, like, rubbing problems. Which he should also take into account that... They were rushing the entire time and got attacked. Right. While they're on that road. So you right. should probably listen to Braun a little bit. Right. Yeah. Just a little, mm. Agreed. Um, then Braun threatens to take Tyrion's horse, and that would give him twice the chance to make it through. Tyrion said he would surely die if he does that. And then Braun asks if Tyrion believes his threat, and Tyrion says he does. And he continues on and says that he was quick to kill his friend Chigan when he caught an arrow in his belly. Ron says that he was as good as dead anyways and that Chicken would have done the same for him. And he clarified that Chicken was not his friend and that he was not Tyrion's friend, even though he fought for him. Tyrion said, it was your blade I needed, not your love. So he understands that what Bronn's saying and that like... Yeah, sell sword is a sell sword. Exactly. He's not... His one goal, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, is that he wants gold. He doesn't care about anything else, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bronn kind of changes the subject and says, Tyrion, how do you, how did you know that I would fight for you? Tyrion says that, um, he didn't know for sure, but he gambled at the idea of him being his champion. He knew that as a sellsword, he did not have any loyalty to any house or lord or lady, and that Bronn's only motivation was gold. He explained that he knew Bronn helped take Tyrion captive, thinking that Catelyn would reward him. But the Starks are too proud to keep someone like Bronn in service for long. So he gambled at the idea that Bronn would abandon Lady Stark in the next hopeful venture, which would be rescuing Tyrion. Which I thought that whole thing was kind of interesting. Um, Bronn says to Tyrion that he has a bold tongue and that if he's not careful, someone will cut it out and make him eat it one day. Yeah, well. (laughs) It's not the first time he's heard that. And that's exactly... What Tyrion said, he's like, everyone says that to me. Oh. So. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Exactly. You got, you got heterochromia and yeah. he's a dwarf. Yep. Why not? I'm going to talk my shit. And then he goes on to say, while the Starks think he is scum, he's not stupid. Once they reached the Vale, Catelyn had no more use for Bronn, and he knew that. But Tyrion did, and Lannisters never lack gold, and Bronn knew this. That is why he chose to be his champion. Smart move. So Tyrion basically figured out Bronn's whole thing. Played it ahead. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's super smart. I mean, 
He's a very smart person. I'm gonna go for the gold. Like he was like one step ahead that go whole time. Gold. <laughs> go for gold. Um. So Bron saw Tyrion struggling to light a fire. So Bron takes a knife and flint, and just does it in a snap. Mm-hmm. Does it on his first try. Um. And Tyrion says, although he is scum, he is very useful, and says he is almost good as good as Jamie with a sword. He says he will give Bron anything he wants: gold, land, women, as long as he keeps Tyrion alive. So, That's I'll give you whatever you want. I just don't want to die. That's the deal. <laughs> um, so, Bronn asks what happens if he dies, and Tyrion says the gold will end when he dies. I don't know about all that. Well, I mean, the gold will end for Bronn. That's what, yeah, that's what he's okay. saying. Like, he's going to pay him until he's yeah. dead, and then when he's dead, no more gold. Yeah, so Bronn likes that answer, and he literally, my sword is yours then. <laughs> <laughs> but tells Tyrion that he will not be bending the knee or calling him my lord. Um, and Tyrion understands that and says that if Bronn ever feels tempted to sell him out, that he should remember that Tyrion can match their price, whatever it is. Um, Tyrion literally tells him, I like living. Remember that. <laughs> um, and then he asks Bronn to go find them some dinner. Um, and he comes back with some goat and they have that turning over the fire. Um, and as they're eating the goat, Bronn complains that Tyrion, Tyrion gave the turnkey, tur- turnkey moored. Um, a purse of gold. Which, yeah, he promised it. Right. Mord helped him. Right. Um, well, <laughs> in a Mord way. In, in a Mord, Mord way. way. He, he yeah. said he would he would confess and then yeah. he went him. He didn't really I mean, care. he kind of tricked him, tricked but him. it's okay. Mord didn't know what was going on. I mean, on. still, he got the gold either way. Mord doesn't know what's going on. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. He got paid, bro. Poor, mm-hmm. you know, bust his soul. Shout out to Mord. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Mord. Um, so Tyrion reminds him that a Lannister always pays his debts, um, and he remembers that even Mord was surprised when he tossed the coin purse. Um, after giving him the purse, Tyrion told him that he ever, if he ever tired of Lady Arryn's service, he need only come to Casterly Rock to get the rest. Oh, so he's even about to take one of Lady's, <laughs> Liza's servants. Yeah. Damn. Um, Bronn asks Tyrion what he plans to do... And Tyrion states a whore, a featherbed, and a wine for a start, and then go to Cashley Rock or King's Landing since he has questions about a dagger. Um, and Bronn seems surprised that Tyr- Tyrion is truly innocent. So I think saying that, like Bron, that's just saying like Bronn is on Tyrion's side now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because for the longest time he was traveling with the Starks. And he was gonna fight for him whether he was innocent or guilty. Right. Yeah. Right. But now he truly believes that Tyrion is innocent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, by the time they had finished eating, it was completely dark. The stars were all out and the moon had risen above the mountains. Tyrion spread his cloak out on the ground and stretched out with his saddle for a pillow. Um, he pointed out that their friends, the clansmen, were taking their sweet time. And Bronn said that if he were them, he'd fear a trap to, learn, to lure them in. Which, I mean... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not with Is that them. like common for travelers to do that? To the clansmen? Maybe. You think? Maybe. To like lure a trap for them? Yeah. To lure them them in? Because I thought people were like scared of them. Well, yeah, that's well, what I thought. Maybe too. Are they technically wildlings then? Te- like, they're like the wildlings of, like, of the veil. Of, like, of the veil, yeah. 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 So they were yeah. like No, I think what, what the trap is is the Lords of the Veil. The Knights of the Veil. Mm. They probably mm. do that and then kill them off so that they like stop the attacking riders? people. Yeah. Right. So that, that they that makes sense. so they like 
That's a trap. That makes sense. And they come with supplies and stuff like that and just yeah. ramps mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. But maybe they're like not scared of these two because there's only two of them. Yeah. But maybe that's what they pretend to be. I right. Guess. I, yeah. Again, two men can do a lot that's when true. you're underestimating them. So. Yeah. All right. So after that, Tyrion kind of laughed and he's like, oh, let's sing and send them fleeing in terror. So apparently Tyrion's not a good singer. <laughs> um, so then he whistles a tune and Bronn calls him mad. And Tyrion asks where his love of music is. <laughs> And Bronn says, if it was music you wanted, you should have gotten the singer to champion you. Ooh. <laughs> um, Tyrion asks Bronze if he knows this song, and Bronn says he's heard it here and there, and that at the inns and whorehouses. Um, and Tyrion tells him that the song is called Seasons of My Love, and that it's a... Mirish. Mirish. Damn, that's a weird looking word. You say that, you have a hard nice. time. I don't like mirror. time. Mirror. So that's Actually, the language they speak hey, in Marine. Hey. Marine, yeah, yeah, it's from Marine. Mm, oh, yeah. it's Mirish. Marine, it's, a, mir- it's a legit Mirish song. Yeah, it's from Marine. Guys, I'm pretty sure there's a country that's literally Mir. Just MYR. Look up where the looking glass You're right. came from. Yeah, You're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was gonna say that Mir reminds me of the way uh, Michigan people say mirror. Okay, so you're right. Mir. mir- <laughs> or come here. Mir is. Yeah. A free city located to the east of Westeros. Yep, you're right. You're correct. So it's not Mirish. I mean, it's not from Marine. It's from Mir. When did he go there? He just heard the song. He just heard it. He just knows the song. I was like, who were you there around? (laughs) All right. So Tyrion then goes on to tell a story. Um, He said that the first girl he ever slept with used to sing it and that he has never been able to get it out of his head since then. He explained that when he met her, he and Jamie had been riding back from Lannisport when they heard a scream, um, and she came running out into the road with two men running after her. I will, I'm going to say this. If you are sensitive to specific topics, I would skip ahead about, like, ten minutes. Because the rest of this episode is going to be pretty intense. Advisory. I'm just going to put that out there for anyone who may be sensitive. Trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger yeah. warning, trigger warning. Okay, so two men were running after her, shouting threats. Um, Jamie took out his sword and went after the men, leaving Tyrion to protect her. Um, she was about a year older than Tyrion with dark hair, slender, and a face that could break your heart. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he is in love. Yeah. yeah. She was low-born, half-starved, unwashed, but lovely at the same time. They had torn the rags she was wearing so Tyrion could... So Tyrion gave her his cloak. Oh, Tyrion. Um, by the time Jamie had returned, Tyrion had learned her name as well as her story. She was a crofter's child, a.k.a. a farmer's child, who was orphaned when her father died of the fever. She had nowhere to go. Um, Jamie left to get help at Casterly Rock, and <laughs> meanwhile, Tyrion took the girl to an inn where he got her some food. Um, they had eaten two whole chickens and drank a flagon of wine while talking. Um, Tyrion says that he was only three. Thirteen. Thirteen. I was going to say three. That's a Sorry. Three-year-old. That's a strong three-year-old. He was 13. Okay, so he says that he was only 13 and thinks the wine went to his head because next thing he knew, he was sharing a bed with her, and by the next morning, Tyrion says he was in love. Mm-hmm. Bronn was very amused at the thought of Tyrion being in love, <laughs> as all we were. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrion said, I know, right? 
and I ended up marrying her too. And mm-hmm. Bronn was amazed that the Lannister of Cashley Rock was able to actually get away with marrying a farmer's daughter. Tyrion explains, well, I paid off a drunk septon, 50 pieces of silver, to wed us together. But <clears throat> he couldn't take his new wife home, obviously, to Cashley Rock because she was lowborn and he was highborn. So he set her up in her own cottage. And for two weeks, they spent time in the cottage acting like they were married, husband and wife. Uh, mm-hmm. But after those two weeks ended, the Septon had sobered up and confessed everything to Tyrion's father. No. Which then ended their marriage. No. And Bronn asked what his father did, and Tyrion said, Well, first, he made Jamie tell Tyrion the truth about her, which <laughs> is that she was actually a whore that Jamie had paid and set the whole thing up. Uh, the outlaws were all fake. Everything was fake. Um, he thought the it was Septon time. The Septon was in on it too, obviously. Yeah, the Septon yeah. was in on it. He thought that it was time for Tyrion to be with a woman, so they paid all of this to be set up. It's so awful. So after Jamie's confession, Tywin then brought Tyrion's new wife in oh. and gave her oh. to the guards. God. Trigger, 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 trigger. Yeah, yeah so this Tyrion, is really where yeah, you need is, to skip ahead. This is where... It, yeah. yeah. Then made yep. Tyrion watch as each of the guards slept with her. Uh, then Tywin made Tyrion go last after guards slept with her. Um, apparently, uh, there were so many guards, so each guard paid her a piece of silver. And yes. she had so many pieces of silver that was falling out of her hands. And then Tywin made Tyrion pay a piece of gold because Lannisters pay in gold. To really I, mess that up. This is so awful. Yeah. Like I cannot imagine my a father doing that to their son, their son or daughter or whatever. Yeah, anyone. That just I feel like that just explains a lot about why Tyrion the way is the way he is, and like he feels like he doesn't have his family and like he's an outcast because of this. Like that Mm -hmm. really drove it home for him. It's also already showing us who Tywin is. Yeah, have we even met him yet? We have. I don't think we've met him like in person yet. yet. Yeah. And I, I just, my heart is breaking for him. And, like, his own brother was in on it, too. Yep. The, and yeah. he's already, like, expressed, like, how Jamie was the only one that has ever shown him kindness. Yep. But then he does this kind of stuff, too. And he also went to the end to help her get help. Yes. Like, bruh. Like, he was in on the whole thing with bruh. his dad. And that just breaks my heart. Bruh. Because <laughs> if he didn't feel like an outcast already, he sure as hell does now. <laughs> Well, I'm not putting in context of saying Jamie's okay, but Jamie didn't have that in mind. No, but the he was still agreed in he agreed Correct. to it. Right. So he's still but, culpable in my yes. eyes. <laughs> I'm just saying he wasn't yeah. Tywin was the one who he came probably, up with that giving it to the giving Jamie the girl was the literally probably like, oh, man, let's go lose your virginity. He was probably like pressured into it by Tyrion or yeah. Tywin because I mean it's us Tywin. knowing the Tywin's story and the Tywin. characters. Yeah. Tywin yeah. Tywin's kind of an ass. Kind of. Tywin's a hard not to, ass. Not, not to give things away, ass. but like, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to go on that tangent because no, I had a lot of feels right. about that. Yeah. Anyways. So for those who listen, we are sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's a little rough. It is. So Bron, Bron then said he would have killed the man that did that to him. Um, and Tyrion said, well, you might yet. But now we need to sleep. He mm-hmm. said, basically, you might be able to kill him someday because mm-hmm. Lannister always pays his debts. So like... Stick with me. You might be right. able to do that. So yeah. that that sounds like, yeah, he's he's pretty angry. Yeah. So he tells Bronn to wake him um, if they're about to die. 
Just let me, you know, wait a minute. Hey, give me a little heads up, you know. Hey, man. <laughs> my death is incoming. And then next, after some time, Bronn wakes Tyrion urgently. He sees the shadows that are slowly becoming people mm-hmm. um, creeping in around them. And Tyrion speaks out and invites them to share the fire and their goats. So he's actually kind of being like, hey, come on. Like, instead of let's fight immediately. One of the clansmen says, our mountain, our goat. And Tyrion says, your goat. He's like, your goat, yes. Your goat, yeah. got it. Uh, and, yeah. and asks what their names are. <laughs> right. One of them says, uh, they are the sto- stone crows and a big man named Shaga armed with two axes. It's funny because in the book, he describes it as what was a boulder is now a man. <laughs> so they're like, he looked like a rock. And then all of a sudden, oh, that's just a massive person. Mm-hmm. Um, he steps in the light first. Um and then the rest of them emerge, armed with a variety of weapons that are very... They're described in the book as very sporadic, mm-hmm. different weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, some have pitchforks, some have swords, some have little daggers, some have just like random... Just random it reminds things. me, it reminds me of... Um, this is so random. Beauty of the Beast, when all of the yes. freaking village people right. try yeah. and go oh, like That is such a good him. way to yeah. Like a mob. Yes. Just yeah. imagine mob weapons. Any, any weapon Anything they, they can house, grab. House things. Yeah. Yeah. A broom. Yeah. <laughs> a shoe. Whatever you can find. Bro- yeah. They're using all that. Slipper. I'm bringing my sword. Everything. <laughs> so, everything. Air fryer. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. They got everything. They have air fryers in Westeros, if you guys don't yeah. know. Yeah, all of that. All right, we're interrupting Chris. Let him talk. Yeah. <laughs> so uh after they they go through their names one at a time like and there's like 20 of them or 30 of them and finally after they're done Tyrion says i am Tyrion, son of tywin of the clan lannister the lions of the rock we will gladly pay you for the goat we ate he's really like talking himself up there he is um, son of tywin clan lannister the lions of the rock i think he's trying to like come down to their level yeah clan lannister well that's lannister. his only remember that's his only weapon is his yeah. words it's, it's his <laughs> i just i like too. that i just like that he changed from like let's say house lannister when he's talking to clan because it's the mountain clan mm-hmm. yeah he's like relating to them yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. so they go okay so what are you going to give us then for the goat and Tyrion says, I have silver in my purse. I could pay you that. Um, and later on, I can get you weapons and armor. And he goes, okay. So you're going to give us the coins that are ours. You're going to pay us with our own stuff. So your life. You're going to pay us with your life then. No. And Tyrion says that they would not like to die. Um, Tyrion replies, I'm my own bed with a... Wait. <gasps> They asked Tyrion how he would like to die. Okay. That's a yeah. good answer. They asked Tyrion how he would like to die, and he replies, In my own bed, with a belly full of wine and a maiden's mouth around my cock, at the edge of 80. One laughs at the others, seemed pretty unamused. Actually, it was a big bolder one that laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, I thought that was hilarious. It was funny. That's I mean, a good that's response. A, I mean, that's a good way to go, bro. <laughs> um, they said they should kill Bran... Or kill Bronn and take Tyrion to milk the goats and make the mothers laugh. Bronn springs to his feet, asking who dies first, but Tyrion screams for him to stop. Tyrion asks the clansmen if their weapons are the best they could steal. Like we talked about, they're ridiculous weapons. Um, Declaring them good for killing sheep at most, he adds that his father's smiths shit better weapons than the ones that they're carrying. (laughs) 
Thinking of the starving women and children of this tribe, they are now interested and ask what Tyrion will give them for their lives. In addition to the list of weapons suggested by the tribesmen, Tyrion offers them the Veil of Tyrion. Uh, the the entire Veil of Tyrion. <laughs> Does he have the authority to do that? No. No. Actually, that's a question. Actually, we're going to save the discussion. But he discussion. can blow smoke yeah. all he wants. For that question. Because it is Tyrion Lannister of House Lannister. Right. Son of Tywin. <laughs> So that he can uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> so after the Veil of Aaron, and then the chapter ends. So our discussion questions that we have. First one is: uh, Will Bronn and Tyrion make it out of the King's Road alive? I think so. That's the first question. What is that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's got a really good sellsword that's uh, very yeah. skilled. Say, Bronn's crazy. And Tyrion can talk his way out of anything. I was about to say. I was like, Tyrion can. He's talking his way out of the freaking mountain clans right now. Yeah. Like, come on. What happened in the the, the airy? He talked his way out of that one. Mm -hmm. He swindled a buffoon. (laughs) He did that very well. She is a buffoon. What do you think, Chris? I said, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was taking a drink of wine. Yes. Um, I think they will because you have Tyrion's able to talk his way out of everything. It's clear that the clansmen are interested and what he's offering them, he's offering them actually their protection. Yeah. So, if the stone crows are any good, then they'll make it out alive. True. But they weren't going to make it out alive without that. So, the second question is, do you think Tyrion wants to kill his father? Ooh, My response is, who wouldn't? Yeah, but... <laughs> I think... But I think he's, I think he, because of how complicated he is, I think he still feels some sort of family ties to, obviously, obviously to Jamie, but I think he still feels some type of way about Tywin too. Yeah. I also see a, um, a awakening, not a real awakening, but like a realization of like who you are as a Lannister. Yeah. Like we don't love whores as Lannisters and this is what this lady was. Yeah. She was a whore. Yeah. So if you ever do this again... We're gonna do it again. Yeah. yeah Just so you I know. Mean, so don't was, fall fall for high horns. Yeah, and because not how horns. because of how Tywin is. shitty he was treated, I'm sure he like literally was like, Oh, that was I think he wants I to or something. But I don't like putting aside my knowledge of the show and everything. Right. I think he wants to, but I don't think like he will do it directly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I don't think he has the means to do it himself. No, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts here, but like that's why I said he didn't want to. Right. He just took it as like a, you know, I gotta remember who I am. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's a still a Lannister, yeah, I'm and a he Lannister. has a lot of family pride in that sense. But he still like despises his father. Yeah, still, he still pooped so, out by everybody else. Right. right. I'm gonna bring my answer to what he was dreaming about mm-hmm. in the book. So yeah, we didn't really talk about was, that. Dream. We didn't talk about that, but he was dreaming about beating his father. Not killing his father. Just beating. It's your dream. Like you could dream about anything, and he wasn't dreaming about <laughs> killing his father. He was dreaming about beating him. Mm-hmm. So that tells me right there. Just inflict a little bit of pain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just that a little tells bit. me that he physically like wouldn't be able. Even if he had him like on the ropes, he still wouldn't be able to kill him. Yeah. If even in your subconscious you're not killing him. Yeah. Right? You want to, but you can't, and you feel like you can't. Right. So, does he want to? Probably. But will he? But will he? <laughs> Um, so the last question is, how would Tyrion be able to give, or how would Tyrion be able to give the clansmen the Veil of Aaron? 
Is it an empty promise? I think he's... I think he is talking his shit right now to get out of it. But at the same time, his sister is the queen. True. So, no. like, if he... I know, but if... He's the, if he's there's the king's any, wife. Or, yeah, I guess he's... Girl. Yeah. The king's wife is also called the queen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I just, I just feel like if there were, I just feel like if there were any way for him to actually pull some strings and do it, he would maybe be able to do it just because of his sister's position and the position of the whole Lannister family right now. Catelyn kind of hates him. Oh yeah. So what do you do that? Would she do that for him? Oh, you mean Catelyn? Catelyn doesn't control you. No, I'm talking about Cersei. Oh. The only way they can do that is if they they take, they take it. Yeah, they have about to take it, taking it. They have to take well, it. Would she do that for him? That's what I'm saying. No, she's not. Cersei is not going to take it for him. So is that even they have like a, a reason? Valid argument. The only reason they could possibly yeah. have is she could I Cersei would be yeah. someone tries to attack Joffrey or her or Jamie. Those three. Yeah. In order for the Eerie to be taken, they have to attack. Yeah. But what because I'm saying is, I don't think Cersei would do that for her. If you're no, arguing she's not that to. She hates the Queen Jamie. would do something. For no, her. I know. I no, just she you know hates what I'm him. saying. Yeah, I just thought that him. that would be the only right way for it to work. There has to be some type of. But she hates him so much. I don't think she would do it for him. Yeah, she don't love yeah. him that much. She has to because he's her brother. But yeah. she do you think Tywin can pull strings? Tywin could find a way. I feel like Tywin's one of the most powerful. So people. if anything, he instead yeah, he of going to if anything instead of going to Cersei, go to Tywin. Because Tywin would do it on the basis that he's a Lannister and they have to live up to their Lannister name because there's so much pride in that name. Right. And he could force yeah, Cersei. That's saying they go by. Yeah. So, and you whatever know, Tywin can Cersei do. Cersei gonna listen to her dad. Yeah. Cersei, I feel like this is a side note as this one as well. I feel like Cersei gonna listen to Jamie more than she gonna listen to Tywin. Yeah. You know? Like, just because they're so close as, like, siblings and shit like that, that's what they're gonna be. And they're in the Kingsguard. Yeah. So that's gonna happen that way. So, That's very true. Ty's gonna run. I don't think that. Um, I think he thinks that the uh, Lannisters will just kill the clansmen. Then he won't have to mm. also fulfill true. that promise. Also That's true. another way to go through it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, right. We'll also, have to pay. Let's just bring, bring them here. We'll get rid of them. That's a, yeah. That's <laughs> a good point. We'll bring them here. We'll get rid of them. They'll go bye bye. Yeah. He can give them weapons, but that's about it. Yeah. Here's your weapons. Now you get a die now. Yeah. <laughs> Try you to use now those. use them to fight. Defend yourself. <laughs> My family. Let's have more combat now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we good with questions? Good with questions. All right. All right. I'll answer those. Um, then our Tyrion tidbit is I'm not well suited for work. I thought it was kind of appropriate for um, like Labor Day. <laughs> I That and also have, making a fire. I don't mm-hmm. think I have ever related to Tyrion on such a level. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you. I am not suited for work. No. If y'all struggling with y'all jobs, I meant please to just, vent it out. I meant to just sit. Why y'all go to work every day? <laughs> Why That's y'all a question. Working? I don't know. Why y'all working? All right. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, we have a Facebook page called Game of Wines, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We also have a Facebook group called Game of Wines podcast group. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game of Wines 1 and on YouTube at Game of Wines Podcast. That is it for this week's episode of Game of Wines. Next episode, we will be discussing Eddard Chapter 11. So make sure you read that chapter before next episode. Thanks for listening.